Welcome to this episode of the Cookbook Divas podcast, where we bring you the best new cookbooks that came out the third week of October 2021. My name is Katie, and I'm here with my co-host, Carrie. This will be the episode before Halloween weekend, so hopefully there will be things like for Thanksgiving and Christmas that we'll want to get to before the holidays actually come. So Carrie, why don't you get us started? There have been so many cool cookbooks coming out this October, and we've been having trouble keeping up with them, but also with the shipping delays and the paper shortages and the container ships, etc. We never know exactly when a cookbook's coming out, so we're trying our best. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's true. The first one on my list is Baking with Dory, Sweet, Salty, and Simple by Dory Greenspan. It's a much-anticipated cookbook from famed cookbook author who has written nearly 15 cookbooks so far and i hope she keeps writing more Uh, this cookbook is meant to be easy and for beginners and even though i'm not a beginner baker i'm kind of in the middle i still i need easy right now yeah (laughs) so recipes in this book include berry biscuits foot-long cheese sticks made with cream puff dough apple pie with browned butter that's spiced like warm mulled cider and now oh I'm thirsty goodness. for mulled cider and it's a oh. rainy day so that would be perfect yeah she gives us a recipe for a s'mores ice cream cake with velvety chocolate sauce and salty peanuts and toasted marshmallows oh my god <laughs> so much <laughs> the chapters are breakfast stuff and then cakes and then cookies and then one chapter that's for pies tarts cobblers and crisps and then a chapter called Two Perfect Little Pastries, and one called Salty Side Up. Hmm. Hmm. And all throughout the cookbook are mini collections of Dory's all-time favorites, such as Meringue Little Marvels, Double Decker Caramel Cake. Yum! Cute! And the publisher says that like all of Dory's recipes, all of these lend themselves to being remade, refashioned, and riffed on, in case you want to add or subtract or put your own spin on it. So that's Baking with Dory, Sweet, Salty, and Simple by Dory Greenspan. Next, I have Beirut, the cookbook, Recipes from the Heart of a Lebanese City Kitchen. This is by Hisham Assad. So Beirut is the capital of Lebanon, which is poised between the Middle East and the Mediterranean. Lebanese cuisine is famed for its vastly flavorful regional dishes that Emphasize whole grains, fresh fruit, vegetables, and seafood. So the author tells the story of a city with energy and diversity of multiple cultures and traditions with ever-popular street food, a thriving restaurant and cafe scene, and traditional family favorites handed down through generations. So we learn to create lavish breakfast spreads, traditional Sunday feasts, Fresh and vibrant salads, easy and nutritious suppers, or even a delectable afternoon tea with tempting perfumed sweets and delicacies. Very cool. I'm guessing rose water, but I could be wrong. (laughs) Yeah, that's the first thought that came to me, too. So I'm really looking forward to Beirut, the cookbook recipes from the heart of a Lebanese city kitchen by Hisham Assad. I am, too, because I love Middle Eastern and Mediterranean food so much. Oh, Mm, I can't wait to see this. My next book is a very, very important book. You're going to see it all over every cookbook review blog and every food website, etc. It's Black Food, Stories, Art, and Recipes from Across the African Diaspora by Bryant Terry. It's a highly anticipated book. Everyone's talking about it. 
This book includes contributions from more than 100 Black cultural luminaries from around the globe, and it moves through chapters that explore parts of the Black experience. From homeland to migration, spirituality to Black future, it offers delicious recipes, moving essays, and intriguing artwork. Very cool. Some of the recipes include crispy cassava skillet cakes. Yum. Okra and shrimp purlu. Mm. Jerk chicken ramen. Avocado and mango salad with spicy pickled carrot and Roth dressing. R-O-F. I've never heard that term. Interesting. And of course, there's a sweet potato pie recipe. Yeah. There's a chapter on black women, food, and power that I'm interested in checking out. And there's also a black queer food chapter. Interesting. Very cool. This is probably one of the most important cookbooks of the year. And of course, black chefs and black cookbook authors are underrepresented. So we need to make space to learn about them and let them talk while we listen. That's Black Food Stories, Art, and Recipes from Across the African Diaspora by Bryant Terry. Next up, we have a cookbook we've gone through before, but it's really cool, and the holidays are coming up, and this is going to be something that a lot of us are going to be doing. It's Cocoa Bombs, Over 40 Make-At-Home Recipes for Explosively Fun Hot Chocolate Drinks by Eric Torres Garcia. As we know, like, Cocoa Bombs are really trendy, and if you don't know what a Cocoa Bomb is, it's kind of, they've defined it as a pinata that melts in your cup. So it's a hollow sphere of chocolate that you put in a mug or a cup, and then when you pour hot milk over it, the chocolate melts, and then you get your hot chocolate drink. But the cool part about this and Cocoa Bombs is you can fill them with kind of whatever you want. So some of the flavor variations that they've given us are a cappuccino, coconut cream pie, peanut butter cup, yum, uh, pumpkin spice, dulce de leche, peppermint bark, chocolate orange, and raspberry pavlova. So there's so many things you can do, and you can be creative on your own and make your own cool cocoa bomb too. So check out Cocoa Bombs, Over 40 Make-At-Home Recipes for Explosively Fun Hot Chocolate Drinks by Eric Torres Garcia. You know, I'm remembering that I have a ton of edible glitter Oh, from uh, what's Fancy Sprinkles is the company's name. So it could be a double glitter bomb and hot cocoa bomb. (laughs) The kids would love that too. (laughs) But at least it's edible glitter, i.e. they say it's non-toxic. That doesn't mean it's delicious. But anyway. Right. Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. My next book is The Curry Guy Bible, Recreate Over 200 Indian Restaurant and Takeaway Classics at Home by Dan Toombs. The fact that takeaway is in the title makes me think this is a British cookbook. Yeah. Because in America, we say take out. Uh, The Curry Guy Bible brings together 200 of his classic dishes that he's developed over more than two decades of eating his way around Indian restaurants, takeouts, and food stalls. That sounds like a good way to spend a couple decades, honestly. Yeah. Uh, He offers 150 of his most popular recipes from all his other cookbooks in one place. Everything from chicken tikka masala to lamb rogan josh, sag paneer, my favorite, to vegetable samosas, my other favorite. Yum. He has a recipe for tandoori king prawns and one for shawarma kebabs. Plus, there's 50 brand new recipes that you won't find anywhere else. There's starters, sides, curries, grills, breads, chutneys. I'm not going to make my own chutney, though. I'm sorry. I'm going to buy it in a jar. (laughs) And rice dishes, including, thank you very much, some exciting new veggie options. Yay! 
I'm going to pass on this one because my boyfriend hates curry so much. I don't think I can even have it in the house without him throwing oh, up. No, <laughs> I'm not. To keep I'm excited. Going. Oh, I'll just have to go to restaurants. Yeah, I'll take you. But the rest of you can enjoy the Curry Guy Bible by Dan Toombs. Next up is Everyday Cook, Vibrant Recipes, Simple Methods, Delicious Dishes. This is by Donald Scahan. I hope I said that correctly. I'm so sorry if I didn't. But he is a food writer, photographer, and television presenter living in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, So this cookbook is filled with comfort food classics and everyday favorites, simplified meals for the everyday cook, one-pot wonders and fast feasts that take less than 15 minutes from kitchen to plate. Oh, that's amazing. So Everyday Cook is the go-to cookbook for those that are busy at home. So, or for those that are really busy and need help. So chapters include 15-minute meals, one pot, one pan, one tray, meal prep, and planning ahead. That's nice that there's a whole chapter on that. Yeah. There's also easy dinner favorites, make and freeze batch cooking, and finally, everyday favorite desserts. So that's very cool. So this is Everyday Cook, Vibrant Recipes, Simple Methods, Delicious Dishes by Donald Scahan. I have been doing some meal prep in the evenings on work days when my boyfriend cooks. He is the type of person that opens the fridge and looks inside it and sees nothing. Like, I don't know. We don't have anything to eat. (laughs) And we have a full fridge and freezer, I guarantee you. (laughs) So about 4.30, I go light candles, light the fireplace, pour myself a cocktail, go back upstairs to read email a little bit. But I pull stuff out of the fridge that I want him to make for dinner, and I'll start some of the prep. Like if there's mushrooms, I'll cut them up or whatever. So when he walks in the door, instead of saying, what's for dinner? He can just go in the kitchen and be like, oh, Carrie put this broccoli in this you know, pan on the stove. I guess I should cook it in. <laughs> That's, hey, you know, that works. It's really good teamwork, I think. Yes. And then the person who didn't cook has to clean up. So I end up having to do all the cleaning, but that's fine. So this cookbook sounds like it would be perfect for us because we need to learn how to meal prep a little bit ahead. So speaking of Indian food, like my last book, my next one is from Gujarat with Love, 100 Easy Indian Vegetarian Recipes by Veena Patel. Yes, I want this, but I can't use any of the curry recipes. Mm. Veena offers 100 delicious and accessible vegetarian and vegan recipes from the Gujarat region of India. Light and healthy, yet packed with flavor. And the flavor probably comes from curry. Dang it. Uh, We're going to explore authentic cuisine from the west coast of India. And the recipes in this book adopt the region's explosive combination of sweet, spicy, and sour flavors. Mm. There are recipes for salads, appetizers, dolls and soups, curries, breads and rice, drinks and desserts. Some of the recipes I'm peeking at are garlic burnt rice. And I'm laughing because I often burn the rice, but this one, this <gasps> time you're supposed to do it on purpose. That's so good. Smoky eggplant curry, green chickpea salad, spinach chaat, thin layered roti, sapota pudding. I don't know what that is. And rose sorbet. Ooh. I'm delighted to have another Indian cookbook in the house. And I might be a little tempted. It's from Gujarat with Love by Veena Patel. 
This next cookbook is going to be really great for the holidays. It's Holly Jolly Cookies and Cakes, 100 plus delicious recipes for the most wonderful time of the year. This is by Alexis Marcel. So this is a really cute holiday cookie and dessert cookbook. In case you don't already own one or several. Like 20? I have zero. (gasps) I don't know how I did that. I might have to fix that. Oh, goodness, stop. (laughs) So this cookbook features over 100 recipes. Some of those include sugar and spice molasses cookies, Christmas tree cookies, and cranberry and nut biscotti. There's Christmas present cake. Aww. I like that. That's cute. Uh, peppermint bark brownies and coconut chocolate layer cake. They do stained glass stars. Oh, those Beautiful. are fun. That's fun. Are you crushing I've up the candy, I assume? Ooh, yeah. Pro- I would imagine. So that's really cool. I think my niece would love to do that this year. They also have a candy cane layer cake and snowman cupcakes. Cute. So this is really fun and adorable. It's Holly Jolly Cookies and Cakes by Alexis Marcel. My next cookbook is the cookbook I'm most excited about this week. Istria, Recipes and Stories from the Hidden Heart of Italy, Slovenia, and Croatia by Paola Bacchia. We're going to explore the culture and history of Istria, a land shared by Italy, Croatia, and Slovenia through the kitchens and recipes of its inhabitants. So I've never heard of this country and I clearly need to brush up on my geography because I've been watching Jeopardy with my boyfriend every night the last couple weeks. We are failing at geography. So Istria is the heart-shaped promontory at the northern crux of the Adriatic Sea. Rows of vines and olives grow in fields of red earth, and the cuisine records a history of changing borders. It's a blend of the countries, Italy, the Republic of Venice, Austria, and Hungary, that have shared Istria's hills and coasts and valleys. It's a record of traditions of these cultures and of Paola's family, recipes from her childhood, and from her family and friends who still live there. Some of the recipes are semolina dumplings, beef and pork goulash, I'm guessing from Hungary, and apricot strudel, I'm guessing from Austria. <laughs> their memories of the region, some of their recipes from the Italian Istrians who remained in the region after war in the 1940s, and also she includes recipes from those who left for new countries. Hmm, interesting. So there are hearty grain soups and seafood, crepes piled high, and biscuits flavored with cinnamon. Istrian cuisine is a rich blend of Venice and Vienna, Hungary, and the Balkans. I am dying to read this. That's Istria by Paula Bacchia. Next, we have Lydia's A Pot, A Pan, and a Bowl. Simple Recipes for Perfect Meals. This is by Lydia Bastin- Bastianich and Tanya Bastianich Manwali. This is a very highly anticipated cookbook by the beloved television host and cookbook author. Uh, she shares her favorite recipes for flavorful, no-fuss Italian food that use just one pot one pot or pan, or even two. Uh, so it's the companion cookbook to the upcoming public television series, Lydia's Kitchen Home Cooking. Ooh, oh, I need so to set excited. my TiVo to record that. I don't want to miss it. Y- No, definitely. This sounds really cool. So there are more than a hundred homey, simple to prepare recipes that require few steps and fewer ingredients, not to mention fewer dirty pots and pans, for sure, uh, without sacrificing any of the flavor. 
So some of the recipes include our spinach, bread, and ricotta frittata, one pan chicken and eggplant parmigiana, I can't, uh, roasted squash and carrot salad with chickpeas and almonds, panay with cauliflower and green olive pesto. Interesting. I haven't seen green olive with pesto before. There's a balsamic chicken stir fry, skillet lasagna, braised calamari with olives and peppers, beer braised beef short ribs, and apple cranberry crumble. Yum. I'm so excited. So this is Lydia's A Pot, A Pan, and A Bowl, Simple Recipes for Perfect Meals by Lydia Bastianich. I am seeing that cookbook everywhere. Everyone's talking about it, and she's giving all these interviews. Oh, my gosh. That's big, cool. Big cookbook alert. Yeah. My next cookbook is yet another charcuterie cheese board book. There, <laughs> there's a lot coming out. Maybe we have enough now. But this one yeah. is On Board, Inspiration, Ideas, and Recipes for Exceptional Entertaining by Derek Bissonette and Gabriel Cote. On Board features beautiful photos of thoughtfully curated and aesthetically pleasing boards, plus recipes for homemade dips, sauces, condiments, and more. The chapters are sorted by season. I love that. Starting with spring. So I peeked inside a little bit online on Amazon, and I could see a lemon and thyme board that features lemon ricotta that you make yourself and thyme and Asiago crackers that you make yourself instead of just buying at Whole Foods, apparently. Oh, my goodness. Dry Italian salami and a honeycomb. Now, I'm drawing the line. I am not making a honeycomb myself. Ha ha. (laughs) One of the other boards that I could peek at when I looked in was a farmer's market board with crudités, a specific cheese from Vermont Creamery, something called pea and Parmesan dip yum, Soprasada, peppered salami, Parmesan crisps, and balsamic ranch dressing. That's a lot of Parmesan. Okay. Yeah, it is. So that cookbook is On Board, Inspiration, Ideas, and Recipes for Exceptional Entertaining by Derek Bissonette and Gabriel Cote. Next is The Pioneer Woman Cooks. Super easy. 120 shortcut recipes for dinners, desserts, and more. This is by Rhea Drummond. Uh, She writes... I find myself gravitating towards recipes that are delicious but don't require a lot of prep or fuss. Yes. Don't we all? Yes. (laughs) Because they free me up to have more time and energy for other areas of my life. This also makes cooking less of a chore and more of a pleasure. Exactly what cooking should be. That's very sound advice. Uh, Many recipes in this cookbook call for step-saving and sanity-saving shortcuts that will revolutionize the time you spend making meals for your family. So some recipes include butter pecan French toast, buffalo chicken tachos, speedy dumpling soup, broccoli cheese stramboli, one-pot sausage pasta, and colorful and fresh Hawaiian shrimp bowls. There's also a pepperoni fried rice. What? (laughs) I I was like, I mean, that does sound pretty good, but okay. Uh, There's chicken fried steak fingers and chicken curry in a hurry. Some of the dessert recipes include mug cakes, coconut cream pie, and brownie s'mores bars. Oh, that sounds really good. I'm getting hungry. So that is The Pioneer Woman Cooks. This is by Rhea Drummond. She is so good at what she does. She really is. (laughs) Yeah. I love her cookbooks. My next cookbook, Attention Vegetarians, Plant-Based Cooking for Absolute Beginners, 60 Recipes and Tips for Super Easy Seasonal Recipes by Therese Elquist, 
She's a green cooking personality from Sweden, and she teaches us how to stock our pantry for vegetarian or plant-based foods, how to build a dish using taste, texture, and nutrition, and she gives many other tips throughout, time-saving, waste-saving, etc. The cook in- cookbook includes recipes for sandwiches, hummus bowls, which I find an interesting large category. I don't. Ah, I like hummus. I'm not sure I'm going to yeah. eat it every day in a bowl. Salads, dressing, and sauces, dips, bread, and an entire chapter apparently about porridge. Huh. And she will let us read about 14 ways to serve our favorite plant-based protein sources. Interesting. So that's, I like that. Yeah. Plant-Based Cooking for Absolute Beginners by Therese Elquist. My next cookbook is Slovenian Cuisine from the Alps to the Adriatic in 20, ingredient, 20 Ingredients by Janice Bratovs. I hope I said that correctly. This was originally published in Slovenia in 2018, so not too not too old, and it's now translated into English for us. So this cookbook follows a road trip around Slovenia in search of the finest ingredients in the country and the best producers of them. Each chapter profiles an ingredient key to the culture and the passionate producer or farmer who supplies it before delving into two select recipes for each. Interesting. So one interpretation of a traditional Slovenian dish, and then the other is a modern presentation. That is very cool. I wonder if there are ingredients that we can find over here in the Northwest of the United States. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious about that too, because that would be so cool. I love the side-by-side traditional and contemporary uh, recipes together and just seeing how it grows, because food grows. It's so interesting. Yeah. So this is Slovenian Cuisine. This is by Janice Bratovs. My next cookbook is That Sounds So Good, 100 Real Life Recipes for Every Day of the Week by Carla Lolly Music. The recipes in That Sounds So Good are split between weekday and weekend cooking. And I love that because on the weekdays, I'm not cooking very much. And on the weekend, (laughs) I have time to. Mm -hmm. When time is short, turn to quick stovetop suppers, one pot meals, and dinner salads. And for the weekend, lean into lazy lunches, yes, simmered stews, and hands-off roasts. So I peeked at some of the recipes, and they include... Fat noodles with pan roasted mushrooms and crushed herb sauce. Hello. Please get on my plate. Yes. Chicken legs with warm spices. A dish called brothy basil beans. And I don't usually put basil with beans. I put cumin, but that sounds good. Yeah. Spaghetti with, wait for it, melted cauliflower sauce. I peeked at the recipe because I was thinking, they mean cheese on top of cauliflower. Nope. They literally meant melted cauliflower. Oh my goodness, wow. Uh, There's also a recipe for flash-in-the-pan chicken with burst tomato sauce and black bean soup with topper whoppers. (laughs) It sounds like the author Carla Lolly Music has a really good sense of humor and might be a little quirky. I'm looking forward to checking out this cookbook. That sounds so good. Uh, My next cookbook is Under Coconut Skies, Feasts and Stories from the Philippines. I'm very excited about this. This is by Yasmin Newman. This has colorful and vibrant Filipino food. In this vivid cookbook, Yasmin Newman invites us into her kitchen and into the homes of friends and locals sharing traditional dishes and vegetarian and modern interpretations on the classics. So we have sizzling wild mushroom sizzig, 
golden turmeric and cassia bark rice from the Muslim South, and pork belly adobo to glistening candied calamansi cake. Filipino food is amazing and satisfies all the senses. I've had some. My friend is very generous and gives me all of her homemade Filipino food, and it's always very good. Mm. (laughs) And she's always kind of, like, shy to give me some, and I'm like, please don't. Just give me all of your food (laughs) because it's so good. So these recipes are really easy for home cooks, and the chapters are divided into feasts. Uh, So there's inspiration for all of the occasions. It's very interesting. So check out Under Coconut Skies, Feasts and Stories from the Philippines. This is by Yasmin Newman. When I was going to school as a young girl in San Diego, we had a large Filipino community, Mm. and we were Filipino. They were Filipino vegetarians, and so the mothers Mm. would bring the most delicious lumpia egg rolls, and they would bring turmeric rice, and it was so good. And like, Ugh. unlike anything I'd ever eaten, because this is like the late seventies and early eighties, where you didn't just have a Filipino restaurant anywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so cool. My final cookbook is Zoe's Ghana Kitchen: An Introduction to New African Cuisine from Ghana with Love by Zoe Adjonio. She's a cook and writer, and passionately believes we're on the cusp of an African food revolution. Zoe's Ghana Kitchen began as a pop-up restaurant in London, featuring dishes such as pan-roasted cod with grains of paradise, okra tempura, cubeb-spiced shortbread, I don't know what cubeb is, coconut and cassava cake. Now, this cookbook was previously published a couple years ago, but it's been revised for American cooks. Good, because that means the measurements will be easier for us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some of the other recipes include simple fried plantains, Red Red Stew, the stew so red they named it twice, I don't know. (laughs) Red Snapper in Yam Croquettes, Peanut Butter Stew with Lamb, and Ghanified Caesar Salad. I am very intrigued to check this out and learn what some of these ingredients are that I've never heard of. That is Zoe's Ghana Kitchen, an introduction to new African cuisine by Zoe Adjonio. And that is it for our episode today of the cookbook divas podcast be sure to tune in next week we will finish up all the cool cookbooks that came out in october we might surprise you with a couple mini sods now and then when we're in the mood or if we have time because we love talking about cookbooks and be sure to follow us cookbook divas on your preferred social media platform except we're not on tiktok we're on facebook instagram and youtube where you can watch our cookbook look through videos and peek inside cookbooks with us thanks so much for listening